We all know the benefits software can give us, and as more data and tech come into freight, who's managing the flow of information and making it accessible to all the parties who need it? And once access is given to that information, how do we make that data actionable? Well, PCS Software is here to provide that solution with one central platform for all sectors of transportation to use, and it includes the carriers, the brokers, and the shippers. Hello again, Blythe Brownleaf with DigitalDispatch.io, and after chatting with Anthony from PCS Software, it turns out that when everyone has access, more, better, cooler things can start to happen. Things like more accurate marketing reports, using AI for predictive analytics, and many more possibilities. Plus, we also get to chat about a first for many in quite some time. An in-person conference at PCS is hosting this August that yours truly will be speaking at. We get into a lot with this episode, so let's not waste any more time, and I hope y'all enjoy. All right, let's go ahead and bring in our next guest. I don't know if he's a Texans fan or not, but maybe we can keep it an AFC South devoted show. We're going to bring in Anthony Vitello. He is the Senior Director of Product Marketing and Content for PCS Software. And, And Anthony, one of the main reasons I wanted to get you on the show is, first of all, wait, are you a Texans fan? I'm actually in New York, so it's, it's sad to have to admit I'm a giant fan. Oh, giant. It's okay. That, that's fine. No, that, okay. Never mind. You think I'm not a Jets fan. It could be worse. Could be worse. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, one of the main reasons that I wanted to get you on the show is not only because your your, your company is hosting the first in-person event in Ignite, but PCS Software does some pretty incredible things. Can you kind of give us an eagle-eye view of what you guys do and how you hope it'll change the way that shippers, brokers, and carriers all interact and manage their data? Because that's a big theme of today's show is data. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, PCS Software, uh, one of the, the primary differentiators and things that you know, we're doing different than every other, you know, sort of TMS uh, provider out there is we've built the only platform available today uh, that's built specifically for use by both sides of the supply chain's coin. Uh, so on one hand, you've got your high volume shippers on uh, on one side of the supply chain coin and then all the carriers and brokers on the other side. Um, so, you know, there are a lot of providers out there that offer TMS design, you know, for just for shippers. Some offer ones just for carriers and brokers. And there are some of the larger ones that offer solutions for both, but not together on one platform. And in today's environment, you know, as you point out, where data is so significant and essential to success, you know, uh, you know, our biggest claim to fame is building this platform that unlocks these extraordinary synergies that can be leveraged by having both sides of the supply chain coin together on one environment. And that also leverages and harnesses the power of that aggregated data. Um, and then on top of all that, uh, you know, because we have access to all this data, uh, we've been applying powerful uh, AI and machine learning capabilities um, to continuously improve planning, you know, identify the patterns that would take a human mind so much longer to, 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 to find out, um, you know, for better planning, execution and settlement. And then the last piece is our um, ecosystem of API integrated solution partners. So this is like, you know, all the different uh, logistics technology applications that are out there that are utilized uh, to augment TMS. Um, You know, we've built pre-integration, you know, pre-integrated points, you know, through open APIs, uh, you know, to help companies uh, build their perfect integrated logistics management tech stack at a fraction of the time and cost associated with doing that if you were going to 
sort of buy each piece and then have to harness your own IT resources to to uh, to, to to stitch it all together. And you know that kind of levels the playing field, makes makes it easy for companies of all sizes, from the largest shippers down to the smallest owner operator carriers to embrace the latest, greatest technology and really avail themselves of the power of the data. Now, a, a lot of, of companies sort of throw around, not just this industry, but other industries, they sort of throw around the word AI. And it, it sounds to, I think, the average employee, it sounds you know, sort of futuristic. But what are some ways that you guys are using AI in sort of a, a use case for the everyday worker in the, the everyday environment? Well, um, you, you are correct. You know, AI has become something of a buzzword. And, you know, it's been, been talked about in the salons of the large logistics and supply chain trade shows for, you know, the last 10 years. And, you know, even five or six years ago, it was only the largest deep pocket companies that could really uh, have the funds to uh, pursue this type of technology. But today, you know, the, the concept has really been proven and the results are unquestionable. And, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's not something that, you know, a company of any or of any sized organization should, you know, continue to regard as a future state goal. Uh, those days are gone. You know, the technology is ready for prime time uh, and procrastinating the embrace of the technology will have really negative consequences for their competitive advantage. So some of the examples uh, of regular sort of work a day transportation management, you know, practices and processes that customers are already engaging AI uh, to address and improve are, are things like, uh, you know, optimizing processes and workflows uh, to significantly reduce empty miles and deadhead, uh, deadhead, deadhead loads, or to improve the predictability of arrival times on the inbound side uh, for, you know, just-in-time manufacturing, for example. Um, they're using AI, you know, in, in our tool sets at PCS to achieve superior mode selection and rate rationalization. Uh, it, it's being used to uh, perform demand and, and carrier capacity planning so that uh, shippers can improve their time to market. Uh, for, you know, fleet operators, it helps them to plan continuous routes uh, at a much higher frequency than they're able to do with spreadsheets or even with contemporary, you know, non-intelligent TMS uh, applications. We're using it to reduce exposure to spot market pre uh, premiums, uh, identifying top performing carriers uh, or the most timely uh, uh, consignee settlement, you know, the, the consignees that, you know, settle quickest is important to carriers. So you can see there's lots of uh, lots of ways it's being used. Now, on as far as you know, that that's that's great about like the you know the everyday users, and and we kicked off today's show talking about you know sort of the the everyday marketers that that are responsible for taking you know complex data and making it valuable to the C-suite to the executives that they were that they have to report to. Now, you you've mentioned before that. PCS also helps with the marketing side of things because as a marketer, I, I the the extent of of how I know that that TMS gives me insight is a contact list, and I can export a contact list and then you know go about my business. But PCS actually makes the the marketing job a little bit easier. Can you sort of shed some light on how marketers can actually use a TMS in the future in order to help their campaigns? Sure. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, TMS is not uh, intrinsically a marketing tool. Sure. But with a company like TMS, where all the data is there in aggregate from both sides uh, of the supply chain coin, um, there's a lot of great 
intelligence that can be derived from such data accessibility that can be leveraged in, in marketing in ways that have a, a significant material impact on uh, a trucking company's business or a, a shipping company's business. I'll give you a couple of, I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, for example, uh, the system can capture things like, um, you know, uh, in the fleet management pieces of it, like driver retention figures. Now, if you have hard data that talks about your fleet operations and, and you know, your high levels of driver retention, that can be leveraged in marketing to help attract drivers, which is a, a, a you know, perennial challenge, uh, you know, uh, for the transportation industry with the, the ongoing driver shortage. That's just one example. Uh, another thing is like um, higher customer satisfaction metrics. So the TMS is going to capture data on things like uh, on-time pickup and delivery scheduling or, you know, uh, claims volumes uh, or other things that you can use to shell, uh, to sell your shippers products as well as your carrier's service. Um, and, you know, all these types of narratives gleaned from the data uh, can, can, you know, make for some compelling case studies, social media discussions, what have you. Hmm. I like that because then, then you're taking the problems or the potential problems that could have, uh, that could have happened and you're turning those into valuable information in order to recruit the next customer or even recruit the next carrier. That, that that's interesting to think about. And it's getting my, you know, the, the, the wheels going in my head a little bit. Now, now switching gears to, to, uh, the conference, Ignite conference, because most of us, especially in Florida, have been getting out into the world. What insights are you seeing within PCS that, that show a shift in consumer behavior? Is there anything that we should be aware of that we should keep our eyes on that we can hopefully use in, in our workflows? Well, uh, you know, I'm probably not going to be telling the audience anything that we don't all completely intuit having lived through the last 14, 18 months. I mean, we all knew that through the, you know, that the pandemic was a seismic event and was going to have dramatic ramifications for supply chain management and the products, uh, you know, uh, that they sell. Uh, but but what w the products and services that PCS offers are absolutely at the center of finding solutions for you know operations both during and after the pandemic. Um, you know as 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 we as we you know begin to grow more confident about the the the, the role the rollout of vaccines and stuff. Uh, you know we're anticipating a return to a lot more in person activities, and there's going to be you know uh, you know we're seeing. Uh, 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 a spike in demand as the economy reopens, and we're also seeing the tail, the trailing effects of depletion of inventories as sure. manufacturing was ramped down. Uh, so right now, you know, supply chain is under the microscope uh, as you know the whole industry work works to, you know, uh, push through you know these you know shortages and and challenges. But this is sort of a temporary uh, kind of um, uh, uh, situation, and I think. You know, uh, once the immediate challenges have been ameliorated and inventories rebound and supply chains normalized, we're still going to wind up having seen uh, some long tail after effects in consumer patterns. Uh, you know, uh, you know, certain industries uh, have really grown. You know, your Amazons, your, your home delivery services, things that are heavy on the last mile, right. uh, just changes in consumer patterns. But the takeaway here is that. You know, you need to have technology in place that's flexible enough and robust enough to allow you to uh, um, not only pivot uh, in, in quickly changing conditions, 
but also can provide some predictive capability uh, to help, you know, uh, help, you know, your organization, whether you're a shipper or a carrier or a broker uh, to address uh, the challenges as they arise. Now, now, speaking of, of that shift that you guys have been seeing within, not not only just on the news, but within your software as well, you guys decided to to host an in person conference. Uh, one of the first ones that I'm aware of that that's going on within the industry is coming up this August. Why did you guys decide that now? What was the right time to get this rolling? Well, uh, you know, again, um, the pandemic really did amplify the critical uh, importance of supply chain management. Uh, and so, you know, there's been a lot of advancements, not only in the technology, but also in the way that uh, consumers think about supply chain, which is probably something they never thought about before, but also, you know, the way that uh, shippers, carriers, and brokers, you know, consider how they do their business. Uh, so there's been a lot of learning that's happened during this period when everybody's been sequestered, right? So we felt that, uh, you know, with uh, uh, the sort of a return to the new normal looming on the horizon and distribution of vaccines, that, you know, uh, there might be greater appetite later in the summer for people to return uh, to in-person events. And we also, um, you know, uh, uh, counting on the fact that, uh, you know, uh, the community, the supply chain management community has been sort of starved of this, you know, uh, uh, ability to get together and share and collaborate and 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 uh, you know pass on best practices and so forth. So we felt that the time was you know going to be right and that this pent up demand would lead a lot of people to decide now is the time to come out and 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 start to um, you know reengage. I love it because I, I just read a, a story the other day about how so many people are are experiencing Zoom fatigue, and after just a couple meetings virtually, you you think that it's easier to do it, and you know, in a virtual standpoint. But then you you go on three Zooms in one day, and you're exhausted, and you oh, don't know why. It. It's because uh, I think we feed off of that in person energy. And so, speaking of that that in person energy, which I, I'm really looking forward to actually networking with some other industry folks, give us a sort of eagle eye view of, of some of the, the, the your favorite speakers that are coming, maybe some some sessions that are going on. Give us a good uh, sales pitch of why someone should go to Ignite. Excellent. Well, you know, we I'm, I'm really proud of the roster of session speakers, panelists, and, and uh, keynote speakers that are going to be in attendance. Um, the, our esteemed uh, primary keynote speaker is a, a gentleman named Peter Henson. Look him up. He's one of the world's most sought-after thought leaders on radical innovation, leadership, and the impact of all things digital on society and business. He's written a bunch of best-selling books about the nexus between the blistering advance of disruptive technology, business, and society. You know, I saw him deliver uh, an address at the Gartner Symposium back in 2018 or 19, and it floored me. This guy is not to be missed, but he's not the only one. We've got uh, Deputy Assistant Secretary for Climate Policy in the Biden Administration, Department of Transportation. His name is Andrew Wishnia. He's going to be coming and talking to our CEO about all the amazing technologies that the Department of Transportation and the U.S. government is getting ready to implement uh, to you know, drive greater levels of sustainability and, and carbon reduction in, in this carbon-heavy industry. And we've got supply chain leaders at the executive level from some of the world's, you know, or at least the North America's largest companies. Uh, We've got, uh, you know, uh, transportation executives from Little Caesars Pizza Distribution, Purdue Poultry, Bonnie Plants, uh, Masonite uh, Manufacturing to make the doors and windows. 
We've got people coming from Uber Freight. We've got a sustainability expert from Chet Pallets. We've got uh, the president of Real Women in Trucking, Desiree Wood. She's coming to give a session on, uh, you know, ways that technology helps improve the lot of truckers who are the actual backbone of the, the entire economy here in North America. Uh, but there's literally 30 or 40 sessions. Uh, it's too much for me to rattle off here. I right. would <laughs> everybody to go check out the uh, Ignite 2021 website for the full roster of amazing sessions and all the topic information there is everything, everything. Well, it, it looks like it's going to be a, a super fun event. It's out there in San Antonio in Texas. It, it's around, you know, the first part of August, which I think is great. It's right before everybody goes back to school. So that one little last, you know, sort of vac- mini vacation and you can mix some networking in while you're at it. Well, Anthony, I appreciate your time today. Hopefully everybody will go and register for the conference. Uh, we'll link to that in the show notes just to make it easier for everybody. Looking forward to, to seeing everyone out there. Where can people find more of your work and more of PCS software? and the Ignite conference itself. So you can get everything you need to know about PCS software and also links to the PCS uh, Ignite 2021 event. It's all available at pcssoft.com. So go ahead and visit and check us out. We've got so much amazing stuff going on. And to your point, the event is going to be 50%, you know, business and getting back together with the business community and 50% good times. We've got uh, Texas country band, Jason Boland and the Straggler is going to be playing. Uh, they've got two golf courses. It's at the JW Marriott in San Antonio. And this guy might even get his New York butt on the mechanical bull while I'm out there in San Antonio. So that's not, that shouldn't be missed by anybody. Worth the price of admission. <laughs> well, appreciate your time, Anthony. And, and like I said, we'll, we'll link to all of those things in the show notes. So hopefully everybody will, will, will get back out there in the world and, and meet up in person. Thank you again, Anthony, for joining us. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Digital Dispatch Podcast. As always, you can find each show I publish along with more insight over on my website, digitaldispatch.io. If you like this podcast, then I think you'll love another show that I host, Cyberly, which covers the attention economy, B2B marketing, tech, and how it all ties into the world of logistics. That show airs every Thursday from 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, live on FreightWaves TV. There are also some links to my social media accounts along with my products and services that might be of interest to you. You can find them in the show notes or again over on my website at digitaldispatch.io. If you found this episode helpful or interesting and or entertaining, if you found this episode interesting and or entertaining, be sure to share it with a friend. Word of mouth is the best kind of marketing and since podcast discoverability has and remains an issue in this medium, I trust and rely on folks like yourself that will share it with those who would also find it useful. Until next time, my name is Blythe Bremleve and I will see you real soon.